something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings. Is talking shit about weddings. (laughs) Oh, are you ready to get into some shit? (laughs) Always. Okay, good. Heck yeah. We have our wine. Yes. We have check. our guests. Check. And we have our microphones going. Check. We're ready to do this. All right. I don't have anything silly to talk about beforehand. Do you? Um, I don't think so. Let's dive on in. Yeah, let's talk about weddings. Yeah, this is the guest. Meet our guest. Yeah, let's meet our guest. Um, Today we have on the show somebody that we've been knowing was going to come on for a while. We finally locked it in. Um, her name is Corey Stewart, and she was on episode two of I Want That Wedding. And the episode specifically is called Champagne Dreams or Buffet Budget. Which one are you? Champagne Dreams. Oh, okay. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, Corey, um, we I watched the episode, as Yay. did Pam. So if you guys haven't watched it, the second episode, mm-hmm. and now you're coming on post-wedding yes post-wedding yeah because i was really excited to learn that one year on the show so it was mm-hmm. really fun and then also the fact that now we're going to get like the end result yes because yes. it was tbd at the end of the episode yes all the details yeah <laughs> so before we get to that though we're gonna kind of jump back because we start every episode oh by the way welcome to wedding confessionals oh, yeah. thanks Great um, to be here. <laughs> the way the show works is that um our listeners will send in anonymous confessionals. Sometimes they're rants. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're questions. Yeah. Sometimes they're wacky stories from the past. Either way, we like to read them. Sometimes we give them advice. Sometimes we just give them our thoughts or whatever. But we always have a guest on to help us. And um, before we do the confessionals, we like to get to know the guests so we understand your point of view. Yeah. So I'm dying to know how we get to Champagne Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we always start way back in the beginning. How old were you when you went to your first wedding? Oh, my gosh. First wedding, I think I was around seven or eight years old, and it was my cousin's wedding. So how many are are you like from a big family? Very big family. Huge family. And you're from Houston. I'm from Houston, Texas. So like big Southern. (laughs) Big Southern. Like my grandmother had seven kids and then every single one of those kids had three or four of their own. And it just goes on and on and on. (laughs) So you went to a lot of weddings. Um, Not a lot of actual weddings, though. They may have had a lot of courthouse weddings, um, but actual full blown productions. Mm -hmm. Not as many. um as I sh- probably should have. <laughs> um, so wait, are you? is your family so big that like literally you can't name all the cousins? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 1,000%. Like I right. see people on Facebook and I'm like, they kind of look familiar. Right. They're probably one of us. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So growing up, you went to a couple weddings as yeah. a kid. Mm-hmm. When you get into your 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 like late teens, early into twenties, are you going to more weddings or is it still a little bit? It yeah. slowed down a bit, a little bit. I was in a wedding about a couple of years before my actual wedding, which was great practice of like, okay, I'm definitely not doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh. What things did you learn not to do? Um, not to really care much about other people that are in your wedding. Like, oh, I don't want to wear this, or I don't like this color or my butt looks big in this, well, you'll do. Um, so yeah. <laughs> that was kind of my my attitude going into it. I had They had two options, you deal or push. Um, I'm fine either way. <laughs> Wait, so, so you were not one of the people that gave a lot of opinions when you were given the dress to wear as a bridesmaid? No, You were just watching not. other people mm-hmm. be just, too much. Absolutely, yeah. too much. No, yeah. I was just kind of in a corner like, ooh, child. 
<laughs> who knows so yeah so my weddings picked up as I got older yeah. um, I wasn't in a lot of weddings I've only been in two weddings okay. um, but I've been a guest at several weddings um, so that was huge for me going into my own of what does the guests feel like since I've been the guest all the time sure mm-hmm. so I want to hear about your wedding Ooh, wait I want to know my actual wedding like the, well, all the... now let's go back to how you met your yeah. husband <laughs> Next okay. year, who's your husband what's his name his name is Chris. How did you meet Chris? So when I met him um, 14 years ago, (laughs) 14 years ago, I met Chris um, and we met in Texas. He was in Texas um, going to school. He had just got down there. He was from California. I'm born and raised Houston, Texas, Southern girl. And one of my very best friends that I went to high school with, um, his name is Richard, brought Chris over. Because I was the girl that was always cooking. Uh, you know, I had my own spots in college. A lot of people didn't have that. So it was always like, let's go to Corey's house, see what she's cooking. So he brought his friend Chris over, and I hated him. I, I just, what? oh my gosh. It was like hate at love at first sight. It was really bad. Like, please what? do, like, to the point of telling Richard, do not bring him back over here. I do not like him. Oh my gosh. Like, I would be happy never meeting him what again. What did he do that rubbed yeah. me the wrong way? He was very California. Like, he had just got to Texas. So, well, in California, we do this. And in California, this is better. And the weather is this. And then, the, 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 okay, we'll go back. Uh. <laughs> so, I remember. Remember one of the first things I said to him was, "No one asked you to be here. We were chucking along just fine um, until you got here. So you know you can go on. We're good." Um, <laughs> so that was like the first thing I said to him. How um, did you steer in a different direction? Yeah. yeah. How did we get to where we are today? Richard just kept bringing him around, and it was like, "Oh my gosh!" And <laughs> that was when we were we were super 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 young. So going out was everything. Like it'd be a Tuesday and we'd be like where are we going tonight um right so so it was life so we would go out a lot to different clubs and bars and he was always there so it kind of turned into like this brother sister thing and we played that role for about 10 years actually we became very very close to the point where he was literally my best friend yeah um I actually used to live with his (laughs) ex-girlfriend Really? Oh. While they were dating? We, while they were dating. Okay. We, yeah, so we shared an apartment, and they were dating at the time. He was just a best friend of mine. I told him everything. He told me everything. He told me when I was dating the wrong guy and just all types of stuff. Every so, guy was the wrong guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, if I showed you pictures of, like, me and other guys and Chris, he's, like, in the picture, like, frowning, like, oh, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. So, yeah, so we were just best friends for, like, 10 years. I so friend-zoned him like wow and then it just got odd like out of nowhere he moved back to california um and then he came back to houston for a birthday party of a mutual friends and we saw each other there and it was kind of like what are you doing here like why didn't you tell me you were coming and then it was just awkward like why are you looking at me like that like can i help you with something (laughs) it was just very very odd and then i know i know And then we started dating. Um, And then we dated for maybe three months and broke up because he's stupid. Um, But that's fine. (laughs) If you asked him, he would say it was my fault. I don't remember what happened, but I'm 100% sure it was his fault. Clearly. I'm sure you're right. Yes. I probably am. Um, So, yeah, we dated for three months and that didn't work. 
Wait, what, was he living in Houston at the time, or was he back in LA? He was back in LA. Okay, so you're doing long distance, long distance, long dating. distance. Yeah, very that's hard. hard. Yeah. Yes, yes. So when we finally got it together and decided we were gonna like really give the relationship a go, that was in 2015, and we did long distance for a year and a half. And um, what we did is, and I will tell anyone that's in long distance to try this, is when you start the relationship and I'm in Texas and he's in California, pick a date and this is the the go date. Like by this date, someone needs to move. Like we'll decide then, but either someone moves at this date or we're not doing this. So You know what's funny is that I ended up having a long distance relationship with Tristan, mm-hmm. my husband. And somebody gave me that exact same advice. Yeah. Really? It's solid. Yes. It's it's perfect. And and then what we also did is while we were dating, we still had date nights with him in California and me here. So we would get on FaceTime and like watch the same movie. Like, hey, you know, Devil Wears Prada comes on at seven o'clock my time, nine o'clock your time. Make sure you're watching it. And then we'd be on FaceTime the that's whole so, time. That's cute. really cute. Yeah. Like we looked it up online. Like what to do for long distance relationships. We played like games that you can play against each other. Like um words against friends or like Mm -hmm. Uno on your phone and we would play that against each other we would like cook together like you make nachos and I make nachos at the same time and we'll just FaceTime each other and that was like our date night um that's really that's really creative yeah you have a shot you really have to do because if you don't then what do you do and then we promise that somebody would get to the other person at least um once a month it ended up being more like two or three times a month but yeah <laughs> there was a time that I literally left California and went back to Texas got to my office and was like this is dumb and got back on a plane the same day and went back to California <laughs> yeah really so when did you decide so you had the end date of when you're gonna have to make the yes. decision either way mm-hmm. and you decided on California we did we pulled straws I lost are you serious no, it came to that yeah I'm we're really we're really <laughs> We're what? really playful and kitty in our relationship. I mean, we were friends for years, so yeah. we kind of still have that same vibe. And we don't really take a lot of stuff serious. So when it's big, serious decisions like like that, we decide to do something really playful because it kind of takes the edge off the seriousness. And we're like that even now, still like, okay, we can't decide on something, paper, rock, scissors right now. Whoever wins, it wins. It's fair. Like there's, I like it. There's yeah. nothing subjective about it. So we pulled straws. I pulled the first straw and I lost. Literally got the short straw on the first pool. Oh, no. <laughs> Meant to be. I How know. long have you been in L.A.? So it will be two years in December. So about a year, a little bit over a year and a half. Okay. Um, I pulled a straw and I moved three days later. Packed up my car and just got on the road. Wow. Yeah. So you did this without an engagement ring. Like, yeah. were you guys talking about there was a mention of it? There was there was mention of like you know well we'll do this and maybe we'll look at rings and you know okay um, look at different properties that in helps LA. With the like, move. It was kind of like uh, okay. And um, I had kind of hit a ceiling in my career in Houston, so I really wanted to come to LA to kind of further that. So it was different. It was a lot of different reasons. Just kind of like, oh, go. And I remember I talked to my daddy, huge daddy's girl, like massive. It's really bad actually. And my dad, <laughs> my dad said, you know, just go. Worst case scenario doesn't work out, and you just come on back to Texas. But you know, if you don't, then you'll never know. It's not like this huge thing. Just go. So I actually, what I did is I packed my car up with just like all my clothes and like personal stuff and my wine because that was important. Yeah. Had like 12. Yes. I like this girl. 12, mm-hmm. like 12 bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. And my crate and barrel wine glasses because I 
can't trust those with strangers. No. Um, <laughs> just that. And I left everything in like one of those pod storages in mm-hmm. Houston. I just left it there because I figured, let me see how it goes. And if it works out, I can just call them and say, hey, pod number 7.394, just ship Send that it bad over. boy to L.A. Yeah. So that's what I did. Um, and it worked out. That's smart. Yeah. So you're in L.A. Mm-hmm. You guys know you're talking about probably getting married yeah. or whatever. Was, did you, when he proposed, did he propose to you or did you yes, propose to him? he proposed Was to it me. a shock or did you guys kind of talk about getting married? We had talked about it. It was a shock in that moment. I did not know it was coming at all. We were at home. I was literally fussing at him for leaving socks on the floor. Like, I think I was semi, <laughs> like, I think I was semi going off. Like, yes. like literally, I think I was like, I don't work for you. I don't understand what's happening. We He's like, mayday, it. mayday, pull out the well, ring. in California, we leave our socks <laughs> I don't know what y'all do in Texas, but the dogs running around. It was just like a lot going on. We were trying to leave the house and I walked out the restroom and he was just on one knee and I was like, oh, okay, this is happening. Oh, <laughs> this oh. is happening. Like, okay. Way to, way to end and win an argument. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was really, really sweet. His mom was there and she had her phone out and I originally thought she was just filming it. And at the end of the proposal, she came up to me and turned her phone around and she had all all of my best friends from Texas, like in an um, on FaceTime, and they're like Aww. all crying. And like, oh my God, Corey. It was super sweet. It was just very us. Um, I had got some type of inclination that he was probably going to propose sometime soon because he was always stressed out, and I can read him like a book. And I told him we were at Chili's because that's our spot, like date night. Heck Love yeah. it. Like for sure. Um, 60 bucks, good to go. Um, and I told him, hey, if you're stressing out about something really big and important and trying to make something super perfect and uh, don't just do something that's just us like because it's not gonna what means more if it's what we normally are we're very simple people like again Chili's is like our Saturday date night go all out that's who we are Mm -hmm. so like if you do something that's like over the top it's I mean it's cute it's romantic but it's not really us so and I from that moment on I saw him kind of just take a breath and like a few months went by and then he proposed. Oh fun. Mm-hmm. So you got the ring on your hand. Yeah. And then you have to start planning a wedding. Night of. I started planning. Really? Because I'm that girl. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was on Google like <laughs> Typing in things like biggest wedding venue in Houston. <laughs> like crazy. Um, yeah, night of. So wait, so he's from California. Mm-hmm. You live in Texas. Yes. You recently moved to LA for him. Yes. But for the wedding, were you like, we got to have it in Texas? We were pretty sold on Texas, mainly because I loved California's like visually. It was beautiful. We could find something gorgeous, gorgeous here. But family is very, very important to us. And um, he has two surviving grandparents and I have one. And my grandmother could not travel at all. Mm -hmm. So 100% of the reason why we did it in Texas was so that my grandmother could attend. That's Um, nice. If if she, you know, had passed on, um, then we would have did it in California. But we set his grandparents up very nice, got them there comfortably. Um, So his grandparents came to Texas. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so nice. how much time between a uh, proposal to actual wedding date? 14 months. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 14 months. So you figured out, okay, we're going to do it in Houston. Yep. 
then did you have to fly back and look at a bunch of locations or were you like since a little girl knew like of a place? I didn't know of an exact place, um, but I knew exactly what I wanted in a place. I had my list of I'm not going to compromise on and I knew that I wanted everything in one location Mm -hmm. because of past weddings I've been to as a guest. I'm like... So I have to get in my car and like go somewhere else. Like, <laughs> uh huh. So the ceremony's over, and then I have to drive like across town. Like that's tacky. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like that's and that's just me. But I was very big on that, and I was very big on wanting the guests to feel catered to. So things like valet and making sure I had security and beautiful, you know, surroundings. Everyone wants to take a selfie nowadays, so I needed good selfie imaging, <laughs> imagery really for, think for of my body. So so it really kind of narrowed down the venues in Texas to like a few venues, like two or three. And I didn't visit any but one venue. We only went to one venue. I saw a lot online. I talked to a few venues on the phone. They sent me their, you know, brochures and whatnot. But we only went to one and that's the one we went with. Wow. It's gorgeous. And how big was your wedding? Um, So we had 154 guests. Um, However, we could have had a lot more. We had two ballrooms. Um, and the first ballroom we had could hold 500 guests. Oh, my goodness. And then the second one could hold 400 guests. So we could have had a lot more. Yeah. Because um, it was just such a beautiful, it was just a crazy, beautiful venue. It's gorgeous. So Wow. Did you guys try to figure out the guest list? Was it like a, a debate? Or did you just uh, invite? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the guest list. Ooh, the guest list. That, yes. When I tell you the guest list was an issue from the night of proposal all the way until, I kid you not, I am in my wedding dress, in my wedding dress, in the bridal suite. Day about, of. A day of, literally on the phone, still filling seats. What? what I'm telling yeah, the the get I refused to be that bride that is on social media like we had 15 people not show up and blah blah. I refuse. I was like, I am going to do everything in my power yeah. to fill every canceled seat until I can't. And I was literally filling mm. seats before I walked out. Was it aisle. people like RSVP know at the last minute or just not responding? Yeah, it was people that said they were coming and then texting last minute, like, hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it. The or- idea of texting a bride on her wedding day with anything other than I hope you're having a wonderful day. Like honestly, get out of here. (laughs) It's Mm. the tackiest. Oh, and these are people that we no longer communicate with. Like, Chris had to stop me from like going to some of their houses before we left for honeymoon. He was this like, is "It's the final text." <laughs> I'm like, "Put it in, put it in the Google map." I, I know where they live. <laughs> Pull up the invitation address. Well, we, we had um, a listener write in a confessional that she was what two to three weeks away from her wedding, mm-hmm. and she was having 300 people at her wedding, mm-hmm. and literally half of them had not responded. I would just lay on the ground. I mean, honestly. But we were very, and I would tell any bride and groom, we were very, very adamant of texting, calling. So what does your dress look like? Hey, can't wait to see you. Hey, see you on Saturday. Like, cause you'll get messages back like, oh, I'm so glad you texted me. I'm not going to be able to make it. <gasps> oh, okay. Good to know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like that. It's not like it's. Follow up. Yeah. It's not like it's. 300 bucks a hit. That's cool. Yeah, it's no yeah. big deal. Yeah, no it's biggie. nothing. No Only it's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot. Probably just cost us our friendship, but that's fine. <laughs> so, wait, so you had a decent sized wedding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you have a, a bridal party? We did. So we had 10 bridesmaids and 10 groomsmen and two ushers. Nice. Wow. Big, big bridal, party. Bridal, yeah. bridal party. Big southern 
wedding party for sure who was pushing for a lot of people was it you did you have like i have all these cousins yeah. was it all the cousins there was actually no cousins what? in my wedding party <laughs> okay and it's so funny because i am the girl that i never thought that i would have a lot of bridesmaids because i'm kind of rude um <laughs> throw that out there put that on the table yeah i'm really kind of like ooh, don't want to be friends with you anymore so (laughs) i never thought that i would have a tactful i know it's like fine you're blunt yeah Yeah. i just feel like you know i work in hr i'm kind of direct like ooh, this friendship thing not really working so (laughs) so i never thought i would have a lot and then when i got engaged i was like oh my god who are y'all like but okay cool look (laughs) let's roll with it and i ended up having 10 so it was me it was probably definitely me um and then it just kind of worked out that he had 10 guys as well cool yeah ended up being great did a lot of his family come out or was it like by having in texas it was like more your side than his side yeah there was definitely more of my side than his side of a family but then again his family is a lot smaller than mine okay so his entire immediate family came out aunts uncles um cousins they all came um, grandparents um the great thing is since we've been friends for so long forever we have pretty much the same mutual friends yeah so that that really helped out on the guest list it was like hey are we inviting jessica oh okay we're not inviting jessica oh okay like (laughs) like so it it kind of worked out and then we had a policy that i adore called no ring no bring yeah meaning you cannot meet the chick you just met at chipotle last week and just bring her to my wedding that's not gonna work you can't just bring the random girl from the club last week to my wedding if you're not engaged or married they can't come or if they are a boyfriend or girlfriend if we know them then that's different yeah but, but then that's like that's a relationship with that person absolutely yeah, yeah. so different. that was actually kind of interesting when we sent invitations out people were like well what about my sorry we don't know who that is right they, yeah, you got to do it. Oops. You have oops. a budget. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. expensive, like per head. And I don't think people really fully understand that. They think that they do, but they don't. Absolutely don't. Not until they go through a wedding. <sighs> you know who understands budgets and head counts? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's at the door. She's ready to come in. Is that her? Hey, girl. Ruthie. Oh, and then she runs away. She's like, I'm over it. Bye. Ruthie, you coming? Oh, whatever. Nope. She's over it. It's fine. She is. We lost her. So bringing it up to a positive topic, yeah, because I want to talk about something fun. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about your dress. <laughs> so you have this big, beautiful ballroom. Yes. In Texas. Yes. I am dying to know <laughs> what kind of dress you wore. Definitely a big, beautiful ball gown. You went the ball gown. <laughs> yeah. Went ball gown. Yes. For sure. Like, And I knew going into it, people were like, you've got to do mermaid because you just have such a mermaid body. And I'm like, girl, big dress, big hair, big boobs, big, let's big it up. So <laughs> everything everything's got bigger mermaid in Texas. body. Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> the what? What's the mermaid body? Like, what the do you mermaid, the- that's the one that, you know, the mermaid dress. Oh. So I guess they feel like if you're a curvy woman or mm-hmm. if you have like the hourglass shape that you mm-hmm. should put a mermaid. I tried some on. They were cute. Yeah, but you wanted, yeah, you wanted you that princess life. Ball yeah. Yes. And then my reception room had like one of those grand staircases from like Beauty and the Beast. So I can't walk down that without a big tool dress on. I mean, like what? So it was it was pretty it was pretty big. That's awesome. Did yeah. you love it? I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I did not love traveling through the airport with it. That was fun. Oh, because um, oh, you bought it out oh, here. Yeah. yeah, I had to oh. buy it out here, get it altered out here, and then get it to Texas. And I definitely wasn't going to ship it. So how did you fly? Wait, was it a carry on or mm-hmm. was it? I bought her a ticket. What? I bought her a ticket and I 
I was going to put her right next to me and kind of buckle her in, but I had some really, really great flight attendants and they um, found a per- a place for her to go. So it was perfect. I love that oh it's my a her. God, a her. Yes. Yeah, her. Oh, yes. How did, okay, so my question is, how, how does one buy a ticket for a dress? So I asked a lot of people how I should do this. We're a big Southwest family. So I thought I asked a lot of flight attendants. I know a lot of people that work for the airline. And keep in mind, we were going to Texas like once a month. Yeah, for this sure. Yeah, in planning. Definitely mm-hmm. had food tasting and cake tasting and have to look at the venue and get the vendors together. And I am super, super like organized and planning. So probably got on everyone's nerves so every time we traveled I'd be like hey by the way getting married in seven months like talking to the TSA agents like how does this thing go through security so I was well you know equipped before I went in the the airport so it worked out good thanks you just buy a ticket for Mm -hmm. the dress and then come to find out I didn't even need it I probably didn't even need it yeah Southwest again great company they refunded me the money That's so nice. At the gate, when I got to the gate and I was talking to the the people at the gate and letting them know, they were like, you didn't need a ticket for we would have took care of you. So they refunded me the money right there. Did they drag that dress through the x-ray machine? No. So you can can opt out of that and they just, they did have to open her up in the middle of the airport. I made Chris walk away oh, and yeah. I was like shaking the whole time. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, no this, peeking. This is happening. This is happening. No, <laughs> but they were very, dirty. they were very gentle. They kept it on a table. They were very, very nice. And you know, it kind of just goes back to if you're nice to people, yeah. they'll be, they'll be nice back to you. That's cool. Yeah. But nobody wants mean. to ruin somebody's <laughs> wedding gown. I know. Yeah. Wait, did you did you do the same thing for the flight back? For the flight back, I didn't have to worry about it because yeah, I ordered a no, I ordered a restoration kit. I would tell any bride to get one of these babies. It is amazing. I got mine from David's Bridal. It's like two hundred bucks, and what you do is you just after your wedding, you just put the dress in this box. It's already pre labeled and shipped, and you ship just drop it off at any UPS. And you ship it off to, I think it's called memory gowns. They clean it. They dry clean it. They fix anything that's, you know, broken. And then they package it up into this, like, airtight box. They they personalize it so it has, like, my name and wedding date on it. And then they mail it back to me. So by the time I got back home from my honeymoon, um, it, I, it was already there. What? And it's so, this huge dress is in this small box now, and I just slide it under the bed, and it's clean. I don't have to worry about it. It's good to go. That's amazing. Yeah, I would tell anybody to get the the restoration. That's cool. I yeah. like that idea. Good idea. It's like vacuum packed. Right? Yeah, it is. But it's but I can see it through the little glass and it's mm-hmm. super clean. Because no matter how beautiful your venue is, that dress is going to be filthy. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be gross. So it's Drags good to have. Ground. And I actually no got way. it as a gift. Somebody gave it to me as a gift. And I was like, oh, the restoration. The restoration kit. That's a really wow. cool gift. That yeah, it's a, a great gift. gift. That's a great gift. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, one more question that I dine to know before we get to West and Best yeah. and Worst. West and Burst. Same <laughs> best thing. and Worst. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Is that you were talking earlier about how, you know, you went to culinary school mm-hmm. and you, I mean, clearly you're a really good cook. Yes. You have a really, you know, sophisticated palate. How did you go about picking out food and cake? And everything for your wedding. If you're somebody that already has like really good taste, I'm yeah. guessing this was very important. To it you. was. It was huge. It was. It was massive, and it was something that I thought very long and hard about before we booked a venue. Um, I knew going into it that I wanted to pick a venue that handled food themselves. I didn't want to okay. have to find an outside caterer and have to deal with is the food here yet and. I didn't want to do that. I wanted a venue that did it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and this venue just so happens to have a really, really good chef that 
I had learned about when I was in culinary school. So I had oh, wow. already knew who the chef was. So oh. that was great. Um, That's helpful. Very helpful. So we did a food tasting. The venue put it on. They actually did alcohol and wine tasting as well. That was super important. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it very. is. We were like, I can't remember how Jack Daniels tastes. Can I Can I just have a <laughs> sample of that? I can't remember. Sorry, it's been Belvedere. so long. I Which, know. Is Which is that the clear one? Yeah. So <laughs> that was super important. <laughs> super important. Um, but they brought us out all types of different salads and entrees and everything but the great thing about my venue is that they were super helpful if if I if we wanted to mix things up which I did so there was like a chicken dish that I loved but I hated the sauce it looked like throw up I was like the sauce is good but to the eyes it looks gross Mm -hmm. but I love the sauce on this beef dish so put that sauce on this chicken add some bacon and some butter to the green beans let's pipe the potatoes out and maybe torch them like a cream brulee that would be pretty hated all of the salad so I kind of created my own salad they were super super down for anything I wanted to do so that was perfect cake tasting the cake Oh, because that came up on the show. Mm-hmm. The most important thing about the wedding. I just, it's very important. Originally, I wanted an eight-tier cake, and then I was on Snapchat one day, and then some random girl that I don't know got married, and she had an eight-tier cake, mm-hmm. and I felt like it was a challenge. So I called my cake girl, and I said, this girl on Snapchat has an eight-tier cake, so I need a 10-tier cake. So let's make that happen. Because <laughs> she challenged me. I felt what? like it was a personal... Did she actually challenge you, or did she just have an image on the internet? It's subjective. Yes. It's subjective. Sorry. <laughs> it's sub- I just felt like... I felt personally attacked by it. I really did. Mm-hmm. And I called my cake girl at like 11 p.m. and said, listen, lady... <laughs> Ten tiers. Two more. Ten tiers. Let's just how, add those suckers on. How tall is a ten tier ta- cake, cake on was, a table? That cake was massive. It was very. <laughs> and then I had another idea because you know Pinterest is the devil. Um, I got on there and thought, how cute would it be if we put flowers in between some of the tiers? Let's make it bigger. Why not? Sure. sure. And then we did the cake tasting. Loved all the flavors she gave me, and she was Good. saying, "Oh, you have to pick one or two. We picked three. Mm-hmm. So we had three flavors for our cake and we went very unconventional like you know usually you have like a vanilla cake um so our vanilla cake was a cinnamon sugar cake with a cinnamon Ooh. sugar buttercream yeah mm-hmm. very lo- we love any and everything lemon like it's really bad in my household there's lemons everywhere so we had a lemon cake and then we had a chocolate cake with a white chocolate raspberry ganache it was really good Heck yeah. All in Sounds cake. amazing. So we didn't have a groom's cake because the big cake was enough. Um, so you imagine, <laughs> you're like, we're, we still need more cake. More cake. <laughs> we need more cake, please. And I thought about <laughs> even getting like these to-go cake boxes because they're super cute and I want everything cute. And my cake girl was like, trust me, there won't be any cake left. And sure enough, there was no cake left. Really? It's Ten tears? All, all gone. Oh my gosh. Wow. It was all gone. It was so good it was amazing that sounds damn good yeah i know i'll show you pictures later I, yeah why don't i bring up cake now i want cake i'm yeah. really hungry yes and i didn't eat either at my wedding you did but i chose not to because my dress was so big when we started thinking about like sweetheart table decor we had a stage with a velvet background and thrones i mean it's just who i am so <laughs> when we champagne started dreams. Champagne dreams so when we started thinking about the sweetheart table i was like how in the heck am i supposed to get around that thing dressed like a marshmallow that's not going to work and then i started thinking about well when am i going to have time to eat because that's the time when my guests are eating that i would like to get some of the 
the, you know, politics out the way, the first dance, the father-daughter dance, the yeah. toast, mm-hmm. so we can get to the party. So I just decided we're not going to eat at all. So scratch the whole sweetheart table. We didn't have a sweetheart table. We had thrones on a stage. Did Chris eat? So Chris scarfed down full like the <laughs> garbage disposal he is. Um, they will find a way. As soon yeah. as we yeah. walked down the aisle, like after the ceremony, we had such a great, I mean, the venue really was everything and the wedding planners and coordinators were everything. As soon as they put us back in our room after we said I do, his food was already there. My makeup artist was there to redo my makeup. We mm-hmm. had champagne, so it literally took him three minutes to eat. I think I stole a green bean. So you barely ate. Oh. Yeah. And now we get to the party portion of the wedding. Yeah. Are you drunk at your wedding? Oh, I was uh, I was lit before the wedding. <laughs> I had been drinking all day. <laughs> I had been drinking all day. They kept champagne in my hand kept the entire flowing. time. They were like, oh, Corey, your glass is getting a little empty. I'm like, it's really not, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, we we definitely got our money's worth of the liquor at this wedding. Uh, yeah, we nice. drunk them under a table. Good I times. like it. Um, what is the name of the venue? It's called the Bell Tower on 34th. Okay, cool. Amazing. Shout out to them. We'll make, yes. put a link because you have great reviews. So. Yes, they are. They are really, really great. They did a great. I mean, the entire 14 months, they were amazing. So That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, I feel like we definitely know what Corey feels about what well we want to hear the best and <gasps> oh worst my god. though we thank can't... god you're here pam let's I not skip over that through our number one thing yeah. all the time pamela please take over <laughs> pamela take the wheel <laughs> let's hear what was the best and the worst part of the whole well, wedding process maybe we'll do negative first right so okay. we end on a positive sure. note all right what was, what was the like, worst from getting engaged to planning the day of, maybe the day after, mm-hmm, maybe it's mm-hmm. like doing the like thank you notes. Yes. What was like the number one thing that you were just like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There were so many. <laughs> <laughs> Top three. Um, th- I mean, I had to kick a maid of honor out of my wedding. That was good times. Oh. Like, yeah, she went from maid of honor to bridesmaid to, hey, girl, this is just not working. <laughs> Completely. Oh. Yikes. That was good times. Um, Oh, my gosh. There were so many. I just can't tell you. Like, every bride is going to walk into her reception room and think, oh, my God, this is beautiful. But this is not exactly what I said. Like, so there were a few things I was like, hmm, not what I said. But, okay, it still looks nice. No one knows but me. So, like, the little things like the centerpieces, I was like, okay, those tables look great. Those tables look crappy. But, you know, everyone here thinks they look great. So, whatever. But I'm super anal like that. So, Whatever. Um, I didn't have, to be honest, honest, I really didn't have that many bad moments. The maid of honor thing was a trip. It really was a trip. Yeah. That's like, big. This yeah. is really happening. Um, we had a best man as well. He just went ghost out of nowhere. Oh. Yeah, we had more people issues than actual yeah. wedding issues. It's the people. People, 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 people. Make sure you're picking the right people for your wedding because they will ruin it for you. They really will. So, yeah, we had this best man and he was in and he was down for it everything was great and then he just went ghost out of nowhere wouldn't respond to messages calls anything but we see him on social media so we know you're alive that's weird don't want to answer anyone okay so it kind of worked out he lost the best man i also made it's all even it's all even even. it's like whatever (laughs) okay yeah good times um but yeah it was the people part like and getting, oh my gosh, getting people to understand the dress code was the biggest thing 
formal. What was your dress? Oh, it was formal? Formal. formal. Yeah. Okay. Cover your kneecaps. Yeah. Cover cover them. Yeah. Okay? I had to tell everyone, think prom. Think think prom. Yeah. Wear yeah. your prom dress if you want to. Depending sure. Depending on what kind of prom you had. But <laughs> <laughs> think prom. The biggest what the hell moment of the wedding was we had someone sneak in. Oh, you had a crasher. You had a crasher. We had a crasher, and it was so freaking hilarious because he stood out like a sore thumb. Like he had a fedora on and like a short sleeve linen shirt. Sir, who in the hell are you? Oh, so we did oh. you know anybody there? No, did you kick him the, out? Yeah, we did. So I went up to him. I was like, "So who are you?" I mean, he had a drink in his hand. He was having a ball, honey. My God, to have a <laughs> to have a bride walk up to the crasher. That's hey, guy, great. who are you? Who are, who are you? And he was like, "Oh, so sorry, I missed the ceremony." Again, who are you? <laughs> yeah, you didn't yeah. answer the question. Didn't answer. And then took pictures. Like when I got my wedding pictures back, he's like in pictures, like posing. God, <gasps> who the hell? No. <laughs> I'm so serious. We were like, I put him on Instagram. It was like, does anyone know who this young man is? Because he <laughs> clearly had a good time and enjoyed the open bar. So <laughs> was it, a, was, it uh, was your wedding venue a structure that could have more than one event going on at the same time? They, Did yes, sneak they over could, from something but, else? but they didn't have anything else going on the other time. It really seems like he snuck in like the reception room had like a, a front door that people could leave out of or if they want to go smoke a cigarette or something. Yeah. So it looks like he came through that door clearly he didn't belong he had like his car keys in his hand sir we had valet what is happening (laughs) (laughs) that's what made him stand out he is keys in his hand i like that you're like an inspector i know i "Mm -mm, love it at two o'clock who is that um (laughs) no everything like honestly everything was was pretty great it's just the people the people can really ruin it for you yeah so but i'm like i'm a bridezilla without being a bridezilla like i'm I'm fearful without screaming at people, although I did scream. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just got to go a little louder. Oh, I mean, I get it. Sure. But and on a high note, what was the number one best, best thing? Yeah. What was the best moment of your wedding? Was it like a moment during the night where you were like, yes? It was probably our entrance into the ceremony, into the reception. Our wedding entrance the whole wedding party's interest. So what we decided to do, and we actually learned this from the one of from the show from one of the weddings we went to, is we decided to have our wedding party come out and to different songs, but not tell them what songs they were coming out to and pick songs based on like their personalities or uh-huh. if it was favorite songs. So they're walking down again this glorious staircase. Yeah. So they're walking down the staircase listening, like, what is the song? What is the song? <laughs> yeah. And then the song comes on and they go crazy. And it is it is yeah. the best part. It is truly That's a really fun. Party, party, party. When they come down the stairs, they have glow sticks and it's just a really good time. And then when me and Chris come out our wedding, just even our wedding guests, like, they really did come to party. Like, by the time we got to the end of the stairs, everyone was out of their seats. They were, like, standing. Like, why are y'all over here? Why are y'all not at your tables eating? <laughs> the food is out. Why? <laughs> what is happening? That was probably the best time. It was just a party. The whole night was a huge party. So That's awesome. That cool. I like that answer. Yeah. Well, now, I, now we know. We do. We officially know. We did all, we checked all the boxes, Pam. <laughs> Are we officially ready to move on to confessionals? I think Ooh. so. Let's do it. Pamela, you want to go first? Yes. Numero uno, confessional? Yes. And you this is a, a long, long one. one. Yeah, this is a long one. I did this Gave for you. Gave yourself some homework. I did this for you, Brooke. Whew. And no like split and paragraph, just one big thing. Yep. Go All right. for it, girl. Here we go. 
Dear Wedding Confessionals, First, thank you so much for this podcast. I spend six to eight hours in the car every day, and it is one of my favorite things to listen to. Pause. Six to eight hours in a car every day? Where are you going? Jesus, that's a long time. What? Yeah, that's a lot. Sorry. So I'm glad we're entertaining you. Yeah, I hope you're listening to all the other podcasts and giving you suggestions because you have a long time in the in the car. <laughs> yes. Damn. Sorry. Continue. Okay. So to get down to it, I am the youngest of four children and the only girl. My three older brothers are my best friends and we are extremely close. My brother Alvin is the middle sibling and married his elementary school sweetheart, Jeanette, 11 years ago, and she is like the sister I never had. The youngest brother, Theodore, has an awesome girlfriend who I really get along with, but my older brother, Simon, got married last year. Wait, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore? This yeah, is amazing. This is I mean, this- I think they did <laughs> fake names, which I appreciate because we tell oh. them that it's going to be anonymous. And I like that in the process, they went with legit, not only Alvin and the Chipmunks, but also a Chipette. Yes, Jeanette. Chipettes. Yes. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> this is amazing. All right. So Simon. By the way, I'm now visualizing that they're all chipmunks. Continue. (laughs) And I will continue to do so. (laughs) Simon got married last year to a girl who things are complicated with. I have only ever been to two weddings before, but I have never seen a bride act as she did. Everything leading up to the wedding was extremely frustrating and unnecessarily complicated. A week before the wedding, the bride asked me to give up my hotel room for the hair and makeup person, which meant kicking my boyfriend out at 5 a.m. When I asked where he would he would go, she said he could hang out into the lobby until we left for the wedding at 4 p.m. When I said no, she hung up on the phone on me, and turns out, of course, the makeup artist booked a room for the wedding to get ready because she's a professional, and cut to the wedding and the bride being a total monster. No one was allowed to ask her questions, but there were some things we really needed to know, such as who was taking her eight-year-old daughter back to the hotel after the wedding. I still don't know how she got back. (laughs) We played a bridal shower game in the middle of the reception, which was very awkward. What? Um, Awards were given out like a kindergarten graduation ceremony, and the music was terrible, so no one was dancing. Thank you. Kenny Chesney meets Rob Zombie. <laughs> wow. All right. To make matters worse, no one was allowed to request any songs, so we were stuck with a melancholy hoedown while the bride was yelling at us to all line dance. I was ready to leave when it was time to cut the cake, and the bride pushed me out of the way and told me to get away from the cake. I was standing about 10 feet away. I was away. <laughs> the night really came to an end, however, when my brother Simon's wife, Jeanette, asked the DJ to play a special song she had picked out for the new bride to welcome her into the family, but the DJ was under strict orders not to accept any requests, so she approached the bride to get permission. The bride gave a firm no and then exclaimed that everyone was ruining her big day. This simple act tipped the boat and all the tension that had been building up suddenly burst. 
harsh words were exchanged and a lot of feelings were hurt. Everyone was upset. My sister-in-law was crying. The bride was angry. My brothers were fighting. Guests were leaving. My mother ran away from the wedding and disappeared for about an hour. I went back to the hotel, slipped through a side door, left early in the morning. And after this, my family did not speak for almost a year. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. The ice is beginning to thaw between everyone, but it is still a wedding which must not be named. From No Ho Downs for me, please. Oh, my God. Wow. 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 All bad. Every part of this is bad. I know. I mean, the hair and makeup person's a pro and got her own room. That's good. That's good. At least the bride made a good choice there. Yeah. yeah. A DJ. It doesn't sound like it's a DJ's fault, though. I'm I'm stuck on the bridal shower game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not, not a game. Like, did you play like Duck Duck Goose in the middle of your wedding? Here's the thing. Like, what's in my purse? Yeah. Like, what? If I had to do a, a sad line dance to Rob Zombie versus play some weird game in the middle of a wedding, <laughs> I guess the game. Yeah, I'll take the game for five hundred Alex. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so uh, what I am really com- confused about, and I mean, I guess just enough things were going on, but the I idea that in the end the fight that happened blew up the whole family that everyone isn't speaking yeah where it's like well i mean it sounds like only the i don't know it sounds like only the bride was kind of the monster right are they still married i mean good question i guess so i mean gosh that's a lot this is a lot i mean i i wow that's a lot i'm glad that things are starting to thaw Good God. But she said the boyfriend could wait in the lobby until 4 p.m. That's rude. Hey, ma'am, 5 a.m. to 4 p.m. You carry the one and bring the decimal point up. That's a long time for someone (laughs) to wait in the lobby. Yes. Girl. That's a long time. That's a long time. Also, it's hair and makeup. Why can't he just sit in the room with you? Yeah, why did they need their own special? Why can't they come into your room to do hair and makeup? What type of winged eyeliner is this? That's a lot. This is odd. Yeah, I mean, basically, if you're wondering if this is outlandish and ridiculous, you are correct. It is. Yeah, all of this was fucking weird. <laughs> Very. <laughs> it sucks that this one person, though, really kind of like tore up a family. Yeah. like The chipmunks will never be the same. <laughs> they broke up. So we're not getting another movie? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> no, the sequel has been canceled. It's over? Oh my oh, gosh, the last monks. one was so good. Well, I hope that you don't... Is this person getting married? No, she just listened to the she podcast. Said, and yeah. she said, no hold downs for me. Yeah. Hold, hold down. You know what, though? You're going to learn your lesson from this nightmare wedding, and your wedding will be fantastic. Yes. Whenever you plan it, because this is no bueno. And still have a hold down, a good hold down. Also, like, time. at the end of the day, if people make suggestions to your DJ, let it go. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that okay. big of a deal. And listen, the DJ is a huge part of your wedding. We play no love songs at my wedding. None. Really? I didn't want sleepy people. Again, I thought of my wedding from the guest lens. Yeah. We played all upbeat, like 90s R&B and hip hop the entire time. Like, I wanted people eating and dancing at the same time. Yeah. Wiggling at their table. Yeah, Yeah. because they get sleepy and then they leave early and then all your open bar money is down the drain. Bang for your buck. Yeah, so I'm, like I'm here for a good hoedown, but I mean, not a lot of Kenny Chesney and Rob Zombie, though. That's a weird duet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very. 
Okay, on to number two. You yeah. guys ready? Yes, Correct. you're up. Dear Wedding Confessionals, hi, ladies. I love your podcast and listen weekly. I'm currently dealing with some shitty relatives and need some advice. Well, I already like that you brought a curse word. Welcome to the welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. My fiance and I have had a long engagement. We booked our venue two years ago and notified all of our families slash extended family extended families a year and a half ago at our engagement party of the place and the date. Wow. That's really nice. Yeah. My three cousins have six children all together and I did not want to leave anyone when it came time to pick the ring bearers and flower girls. So I found a way to involve each of them. My wedding is in one week and my cousin's wife is making my life a living hell. At the time of my engagement party, she was pregnant and now her baby is almost one year old. She has two boys that are ring bearers in the ceremony. She has been texting me nonstop demanding that I allow the bridal suite at the venue to be used for her children to hang out in and for the baby to sleep in during the reception. The other four kids from the bridal party have arrangements to leave during the cocktail hour and go back to the hotel as I made it very clear that it was adults only for the reception. Okay. My fiance and I have paid a lot of money for the venue and he is angry that they would even have the nerve to demand to use the bridal suite at their leisure all night. It also doesn't help that I have paid for all the tuxes slash accessories for all of the kids. Oh, God, no. Their parents did not offer to pay for anything. She has texted me eight times in two days, implying that I am inconsiderate and (gasps) inconveniencing her. What? The hotel for the wedding is five minutes away, but she said that it's not fair for her to have to leave the wedding to situate her children. She also said that she feels uncomfortable with anyone other than her or her husband driving the kids to the hotel. I've Mm. tried giving her alternatives, but she will not take no for an answer. To top it all off, she is a wedding planner for a living. (laughs) Girl, bye. Plot twist. What? What? Please help. I cannot handle this stress from bride or babysitter. I have it. She's pissed that she's not the wedding planner. That's probably <gasps> what it is. You didn't hire her. And yep. she hasn't had, if you would have hired her, you wouldn't have had to deal with her children. Oh, my God. I have a simple answer. She can deal or push. Those are her options. Deal I'm, or push. I'm deal getting, or push. I'm getting married regardless. I didn't even have a ring bearer or a flower girl for my wedding. The show went on. Yeah. Yeah. It is Me neither. It is. She's something else. Yeah, figure it out. It's not figure your out. your deal. Yeah, you don't your like a wedding planner. Oh my god, <laughs> I cannot. And texting the bride and saying she was inconsiderate and inconveniencing her for her children. Girl, these children came out of your uterus, not mine. What are we talking about? You know, I think it's good that the bride from the gecko has been like. Here are the rules I yeah. have in place. The kids are going to be at the wedding, but I would like an adults-only reception. Mm-hmm. Other people have made plans. You've given them all the time in the world to figure it out. I yes. think you're trying your best to have what you need, but also be acknowledging other people's needs. So I, I think you're not... I don't think you're being a dick. No. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't feel guilty. I think you're trying to set it up. There are plenty of times where people hire babysitters just to take care of kids yeah. during the situation. I mean, a year and a half? She gave you a year and a half to find a babysitter. Yeah. Care.com. Took you that long to cook up the baby. I, I mean. know. I mean, Lee, <laughs> you maybe. Ugh. Wow. That's okay. a lot. So she says, please help. So I, I think that you, first of all, 
I know this sounds mean, and maybe I'm being a little dramatic. No, okay. no. Does she block this number on her phone? <laughs> Do you have an iPhone? Yeah, just start ignoring. Yeah, I mean, ignore her. You've given all of the answers. She's saying no. You clearly can't do it for yeah. her. She's got to come up with it. Yeah, I one. would put my foot down. That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, how, we are. My wedding is one week, so you're a week away from your wedding. You got to put this girl on block. Anything really important would come from her husband anyway. Your brother, right? Mm-hmm. This is her sister-in-law. And bags fill her seat because you need that. Because. <laughs> <laughs> And as a wedding planner acting like this, though, she should know not to stress out the bride and what the bride can. And, and I mean, I, this that does it's, not make it's sense. It's very selfish. And at the end of the day, you don't need selfish people around you when it's your wedding. Like, I just don't. This whole thing is bizarre to me. Yeah, because even if that girl figured it out with her kids, I would still like be salty about it that you were that selfish about it. And yeah, how about you just don't come and then you have a sitter? Well, that's what I think. Also, you know what? Let's say you are one of these super protective parents and you aren't comfortable. Then it's like, listen, I understand that you're not comfortable. So you will not be attending the reception and no hurt feelings. If that's what makes you comfortable as a parent. Okay. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Backfill seat. Right. I'm just big on that. Exactly. <laughs> Don't waste the liquor, ma'am. Yes. Find a person. Find a person. Pull, pull somebody up from JV squad. Yeah, put them on that's varsity. Fine. <laughs> They'll be hey, they will be happy to come. Uh, yes. Yeah. And they won't bother you. They They'll won't. just say thank you. They'll be at the bar yes. with their champagne. Yeah. yeah I think that well, also mm. you need to talk to your brother. Hello. Talk to your brother and be like, not like you need to talk some sense into your wife. Yeah. This is too much. Have her quit calling me. Block yeah. that number. I'm not kidding you. I would. Send her I'd one last message and be like, this is our last conversation about this. This is what I can do for you. If you would like some recommendations for babysitters or other things, here are my friends that are dealing with that. Care.com. Yeah. I mean. Yep, girl. <laughs> There's so many options nowadays. Is it even in the town where they live? I don't know. know. It's just so selfish to me. Like I don't. I don't. At the. I would. If I was the bride, I wouldn't even care about the kids. You're just so. That sounds horrible. But like, you're just so selfish to bring that up right now, the week before my wedding. Oh, yeah. Hire someone. Leave them at home. And if you are weirdly protective, then pay somebody to fly out with you. Yeah. If you really are that concerned. Or or do it yourself. Like you said, at the ceremony, say no to the reception. Say, bring me back some cake. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And also, like, if you bring your kids to the reception, you're still parenting them at the reception. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's I'm, like, I'm not on. a fan of children at wedding receptions. I'm not. One, because I also found out with planning my own wedding that depending on the venue, they're the same price. Yeah. Like, open bar is open bar. Like, yeah. three years old or 32 years old, you still pay the same <laughs> price per head. So, yeah, we had 21 and up at my wedding. The other thing that you should check into him not that you need to do this to like really cater to her at this point but a lot of places that have bridal suites that are part of the complex Mm -hmm. do not allow children into those spaces yeah that's true that's like a sometimes it is a no-no and it's like it's very specific what people can come in and it's sometimes it really is just the bridal party blame it on the venue even if they don't at this point a week out oh girl the venue told me to tell you that it's a no it like if i could do something i would but I mean, it's the venue's rules. Sorry. Yep. Everyone's yep. happy. Maybe that's the answer. There I we drop go. It on I think, yep. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> and still block that number. Bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, we're telling you to you lie. You can unblock the week after. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, it's just a short time. When you get back from your honeymoon, you hit unblock. There Unless they didn't get a wedding gift and then keep that ass blocked for yep. sure. Because I've dealt with that. Number three, Corey, <laughs> bring oh, it to us. Mean. 
Dear Wedding Confessionals, my fiance and I are currently planning our wedding. All along, he has said he wants us to write our own vows, which would be nerve-wracking enough if he hadn't already dropped the bomb that he's planning on using movie quotes in his. Hmm. He thinks it will be funny, and I really, really don't. His... (laughs) (laughs) His idea is that he will say a quote, then give a little line about how it relates to us as a couple. He thinks it will be sweet and clever, and I think it will be horrifying. We've already been engaged for a year, and the wedding isn't until next June. Nothing I've managed to say to him has deterred him away from this stupid idea. Help. From how important are wedding vows anyway? Listen, mm. this one hits home. Oh, really? Yes, this oh. one hits Did home. Did you write this? I should have. I figured mine <laughs> out, though. <laughs> so my current husband, he's a husband now. He wasn't a husband then. He was a fiance then. Wanted to wrap his wedding vows because he's a hip-hop artist. And it was a firm hell to the gnaw for me (laughs) from when he first mentioned it to where he continuously mentioned it. Definitely, definitely, definitely not. And I went to threatening because that's who I am as a person. I said, if you begin to rap and I'm up there, I'm just going to walk away. How about that? I'm just going to, I'm just going to walk away. So you do your your vows first and I'll follow. And if there is any inclination that you are going to start rapping, I'm just going to walk away. And that ball gown's big. It takes a minute. Yeah, it's it going to be dramatic. And I had to go yeah. like upstairs and downstairs. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> I just made it very, very clear to him. Hey, the ceremony is a very serious type of situation for me. We can be playful and, you know, have a good time. Because I had some, you know, funny things in my wedding. Like, I think I said something like, I vow to always get drunker than you at brunch, because I do. Um, (laughs) Like, we can be funny, but it's a serious moment. And I don't want to quote other people's love stories. I want to quote our love story. And if it's a quote from a movie or a song or something, that's not about us. It may be similar to us, but that's not us. So it took a long time to get him to understand that but eventually he saw it my way as he always does and it worked out well i i do think that's a big point about it is that the idea of him doing some sort of rap mm-hmm. hurt your feelings because yeah. you thought it was diminishing the seriousness of like you committing to him in the front ceremony. of yeah. you absolutely. know your family yeah absolutely so it was the idea of hey if you do that it hurts my feelings yeah and do you really want to hurt my feelings just for you to have a fun whim on our wedding day yeah. day one yeah that's how you want to go into it yeah that's exactly think? how I did it. I I agree. Um, you know, I, I think for me, it wouldn't bother me. And I wouldn't have been surprised because my husband is very into movies. And it wouldn't surprise me if that had slipped into our vows. <laughs> and he's a total funny dude. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I get it. There's two people there. And if it really, really is a no, a, like strong, hard no for you, yeah. then you really have to like you know, draw the line in the sand. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that on top of you telling him that you don't think it would be funny or cool, I think pointing out, like Corey was saying, the idea of, do you take this really seriously? Mm -hmm. And yes, we're excited to do this and it's fun and everyone's there and it's not fun. But at the end of the day, this is a very, this is a vow. Yeah. It's a serious, it's a very adult thing. It's Mm -hmm. talking about your life and your commitment to each other. Yeah. And yes, you can add a little bit of lighthearted, like love in there, but still everything you do, especially during those moments where you're on that altar or wherever you are, it should be an act of love. 
Yeah. And if it's something that's bringing insecurity or anger from your partner, like, really? Is yeah. that the result you were going That's for? what you want? You know, However, you're just going to do it anyways. On the other side, too, though, she knows who she's marrying. Very true. And if you, if you are marrying somebody who this is who they kind of are, then, you know, you also have to bring that as well yeah. i was gonna say is there a way to compromise where he's allowed to give like a fun movie filled speech at the rehearsal dinner yeah and that's or a reception what we did. that's oh. what we did so we so my biggest thing was was more of i don't mind them being playful because our vows were playful i really mind what i minded most was it's not us it's not our quote like let's write our own story like some of the funny things i said in my vows were about us i do get drunker than you at brunch this is what happens can we go to brunch with Corey? <laughs> yeah sounds fun it's a good next time. sunday it's on melrose it's <laughs> awesome like this is this is what happens i do promise to fill your your home with good food and sweet tea because that's who we are so it, for me it was more of i want it to be us and you rapping our vows isn't us that's you and it's not just about you it's about us so that was my argument and then we made a compromise that for the reception you can go all out if you want to perform a whole song I will be your biggest groupie but at the ceremony let's keep it about us and more serious did he do a song at the reception we were supposed to do one together but we got a little drunk so (laughs) (laughs) somebody didn't have dinner yeah, very mm-hmm. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think one that, green bean. Yeah, I think a that, compromise. So we're all on the same page. Do a compromise of something yeah. fun where you can have that fun somewhere else in the weekend or day or whatever. But then also really hammer home the fact that this literally hurts your feelings. Yeah, that, it's serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. I don't think yeah. you're being controlling either. I don't I think don't that's either. like a, a terrible request. Mm-mm. I don't either. No. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, find a way to incorporate his love of movies, just maybe not in that moment. True. But, yeah. but do you really want, like, Bride making a weird face at you while you're giving your vows? Like, what a terrible Oh, memory. I have an idea, actually. Okay. It was something that I did at my wedding. We had personalized napkins, like bar napkins, mm-hmm. at the bar. And there were quotes on there from me and Chris. So the napkin either said, from Corey, and then it said whatever the quote was. Mm-hmm. Or it said, from Chris, or the quote was. He could do that with his movie quotes. Like, That's if it's cool. a movie quote that he thinks applies to their relationship, do something personalized. Etsy is key for this, if you get on Etsy com you can do personalized napkins or maybe even like table tents on the tables that have the quotes on them cool. or um don't forget about your bathroom doors or even your bathrooms that's really important like we put like baby pictures on our bathroom doors and like <laughs> little Cute. signs yeah like signs in the bathroom like there's different ways to incorporate I was gonna say quotes. I saw fun I went to a wedding once we're in the bathroom there were fun pictures of yep. the bride as a kid and as that's a teenager in the bathroom yeah yeah Aww. and then we fun. put like a little basket of like feminine stuff like hairspray and bobby pins and tampons and all types of stuff and in the boys bathroom they had like shoe shining stuff or um yeah. paper well, not paper clips safety pins yeah, so there's all types of different ways you can personalize a wedding with yeah. quotes, and it doesn't have to be the vowels. Yeah, I like that. So you're inspired. You're not saying no. You're just yeah, saying find a creative yes. Find a different way. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yes. Well, that's all the confessionals, guys. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on to bridal breaks. Okay, Pammy. Yes. What, I'm excited for this bridal break because I already know what everyone's going to do. <laughs> and we've got quite the theme. We but do. But we're definitely starting with you first. All right. Okay, go for it. Oh, wait. 
Bridal mm. breaks. Yeah, what are they? Bridal breaks, for anyone listening to the show for the first time, are suggestions we give not only to brides, but anyone helping to plan a wedding of fun things to do that have nothing to do with weddings, so you can enjoy your life. So do these fun things. Take your things, mind off weddings for a take second. Take your mind off of the terrible Kenny Chesney <laughs> and Rob Zombie playlist you're trying yes. to make, and do these things. <laughs> okay, um, Pammy is going to go first. Okay, so I found um, today's cocktail on taylorbradford.com. And uh, because we are finally into fall, this one really caught my eye. And of course, it's sweet. Um, This is a caramel apple moonshine. Yes, please. Um, Apple juice, apple cider, cinnamon, cloves, brown sugar, white sugar. All right, a lot of sugar. Um, 10 caramel candies. Then moonshine and caramel vodka. What do you do with the caramel candies? Yeah. They melt in. <gasps> oh, that's mm. exciting. <laughs> Lovely. I like this. All of it. Yeah. What's it called again? Caramel apple moonshine. Oh, mm. hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Presents for everyone. Love it. <laughs> so, um, Corey, mm-hmm. tell me all about your bridal break. Uh, so my bridal break is I have gotten really 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 into wine yes welcome mm. yes thank you it's so great to be here um, <laughs> well especially if you're a foodie that went yes. to culinary school yes it's you're so great yes. to yeah. pair wine with everything for sure it could even be a granola bar i'm fine with it mm-hmm. um, bowl of cereal so being a, a working woman and you're always always working and it's hard to you know just take a break and find some really good wine wine clubs have become my everything so i just joined mm. a new one and it is nakedwines.com, and they are amazing. If you're a first-time member, they give you like a $100 voucher off of your first box, and the boxes are only like 160 and you get nine bottles of wine with that. Wow. Mm. Yeah. How so often do they come? You can set it up for how often you want. I get twice a month because... Yeah, that's my life. Mm-hmm. Um, no judgment here. <laughs> nope. That's fine. Um, but I think most people do once a month. Um but yeah, you can do nine bottles of wine and you can either do a red and white mix or a white box or a red box. Mm-hmm. I, of course, did the all red box because that's my life. And it is amazing. The majority of the wines are from like overseas. I had an Australian Shiraz earlier today. That was amazing. I'm going to have a South African red blend tomorrow. Can't wait. So yes, that is my bridal break wine. Mm. Yes, that that sounds like a really good wine clubs. Yes, that is yes, fun please. times. That is the devil. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> they just keep this magically showing up wine at your house. Like it's what just, a gift! And oh. it gets there so the very next day. Like Santa like I ordered it, and it was the next day. <gasps> Crazy. That sounds wonderful. I know. Yes. Um, and keeping with the theme, I end up doing booze too. All Shocking. right. Just because I had this drink last night, just on a whim. Mm-hmm. Tristan literally just said we were watching football, and he goes. I don't know. Just make me something that's not a Negroni. Go nuts. And I was like, okay. Oh. So I dig through our fridge, see what was around. And I ended up finding, I was like, I want to try some Mezcal. It's been a while. So it's like mm-hmm. a smoky tequila kind of, mm-hmm. it's, te- it's a type of tequila, yeah. right? Yes. Mezcal is a type of tequila. So it's like that smoky taste. And it, the drink that I got was from um, cookieandkate.com, which Pam, you've done drinks from them before mm-hmm. too. Um, and it's called a Mezcalita. And it's Mezcal orange juice lime juice orange bitters mm. and um this like orange liqueur and then the rim is tahine oh. with the mezcal so it's like smoky but it's got the sweetness and then the spicy of the tahine 
That sounds amazing. That sounds really good. Like, and I gave it to Tristan, and I didn't tell him what it was. I just gave him the drink. And he's not even that big of a mezcal drinker, but because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff going on in yeah. there, <laughs> he just took one sip. He's like, this tastes expensive. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this would be like really pricey in like yes. a fancy cocktail bar. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Wait till you get the bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. That'll be $27. <laughs> Don't forget my tip. So yeah, so my bridal break is also booze, and it is the mezcalita. So like guys, it. we're getting people wasted this week. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I support it. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's it. Yay. 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 Pammy, we have one last thing to do. We do. And it's for us to plug all of our stuff. Corey. Yes. Tell me what you want to plug today. Um, let's plug my amazing husband. So he is a hip hop artist. His um, name is Mac Fame, M-A-C space F-A-M-E. He is on all social media um, streaming sites or not social media streaming. He's on all social media sites, mm-hmm. plus all streaming um, sites like Apple Music, um, Tidal, anything you can find his music on. He has an album that came out this year that's doing really, really good. Yeah. So yeah, nice. go check him out. Mac Fame. I love it. All right. Mm-hmm. Mac Fame. Yeah. Oh, man. He sounds like a dream He's boat. cool. I'm going to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up those socks now? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Pammy. Um, yes. I want to tell everybody a little bit more about our show. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. We do this in the form of a quiz. Corey, you're going to watch Pam get quizzed about our show. Love it. Look, you just like stretched your like head, like stretching your neck. No, like I'm an shaking athlete. It. Oh, I thought you were like like on a boxer gets into the ring and is like warming up. Yeah, right, do you need to do some stretches? Yes. <laughs> okay, Pam. Yeah. Um, you can find more information about our show, including show notes at what website? Weddingconfessionals.com. We are on social media. Where can you find us? Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Pinterest is now back on the in the list. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> we want you to send us your confessionals. We do. Please. Keep them coming. We yes, love them. Yes, we adore them. Um, there are three different ways. Yes. One is an email. Where do you send the email to? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail. From sure. there, we will transcribe what you tell us yes. so that you'll never hear your voice or change <laughs> no. names. Yep. Um, that phone number is 434-933-2663. 434-933-2663. Um, the third way, which is our most popular, Pam, is to go to what website? Weddingconfessionals.com. And hit on what tab? Tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. <laughs> From there, no email, no phone yeah. number needed. Just nope. a simple form. Yeah. Put in your name. Maybe. May- or fake name or yeah. whatever you want. And then the little box underneath, you type in all the shit that's going on in your life. <laughs> and then lot. you hit send. Whatever you need to share. Alvin, Simon, Theodore, send. Jeanette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeanette. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, send us your confessionals. Um, we are available on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Yes. They love us to remind you to hit subscribe. Give us five stars. Please. Leave us a rating and a review. Um, besides Apple Podcasts, Pam, mm. we are on a couple of different podcast providers that for my convenience, I have put in alphabetical order. Love Just it. a couple. I have requested that you memorize them because I'm mean. Um, you've gotten pretty good at it. And I like it. I like how we're watching you grow as a person. <laughs> So besides Apple Podcasts, not feeling in, strong today. In alphabetical order, we did give you a lot of wine and no <laughs> snacks. <laughs> yep, true. Um, what are the other podcast providers? Apple Podcast, Castbox, yes, Castro, yes, Downcast, yep, Google Play, yes. 
Um, iHeartRadio. Yep. Um, what the hell? I did this wave last time and told you what it stood for. Overcast. Overcast. <laughs> What's next? Um, Never gotten this far before. Um, let's see. It is... Starts with a P. Oh, I know it starts with a P. There's is a it, lot that start with a P. It's no, it's um. Oh man, five, four. Oh, God, there's a count. Three. Now. It's not Pocket two, Cast. One Player FM. Player FM. Pocket Cast. Podbean. Pod Paradise. <laughs> Pod Tail. Podcast Attic. Podcast Land. Oh my Podcast gosh. Republic. Radio Public. Spotify. Stitcher Radio and YouTube. Yay! You're pretty good. All right. Oh, we're gonna get it down. To, we're gonna get it down to hand signals, and I'm gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> Look like you're miming. I, I know. know. <laughs> Corey, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I had a great time. So fun. And Pammy, I will see you next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.